millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. Ron DeSantis is set to announce his presidential run along with Elon Musk live on Twitter in just a moment. We're going to check in with that, see what he has to say. As far as I can tell, Donald Trump is still trouncing him in the polls, and the people that he governs in Florida are none too happy with the idea of him stepping away from his official duties. But I should have known he was running for president from the way that he's been losing weight. That always seems to happen. We've got so many things to talk about yet. I really do appreciate you being here. If you wouldn't mind, hit that like button. If you also wouldn't mind sharing the show. Definitely got to talk about the latest woke corporations to go down in flames. And if you're ahead of the curve, well, good for you. But not everybody else is as special as you are. We're going to change that, though. So do me a favor. Get ready to enjoy the show. Right, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. Right. Ooh, good afternoon. Welcome back. And it looks like my articles have disappeared. Let me just get that fixed for you. Okay, not that one, but this one. There we go. That's the one. All right, guys. Thank you for hanging out today. Thank you for being here. Certainly do appreciate it, and we'll make sure that the correct chat is on screen for Rumble as well. Why is that so small? That doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Very, very odd. 
huh, it's tiny. It's, it's like miniature. It's not supposed to look like that. That's so weird. What's going on? If I change it to pilled, it's still tiny. Oh, that's annoying. We're going to go ahead and delete that. And we're going to re-add it back in there because I really want that chat to be on screen. We will do a Mac OS screen capture. We'll call it RCH. Okay. And it's not going to be a display. It's going to be a window capture. And that's going to be... And, of course, it's not here now. No, it's not actually here. There. Okay. Okay. I see what the problem is. That's so weird. Why is it doing that? Okay. Okay, here we go. It should be fixed now. I know it's huge on screen, but it'll be small in just a second. All right. Anyways, uh, I do apologize for that technical glitch right there. That's just so strange. I don't know why that happened. Um, Okay. Yeah, we'll move that down there. Okay. So anyways, here we are. It's Wednesday. Uh, Tonight, after this show at 9 p.m., I'm going to be doing Altered State with my good friend Brad. In the meantime, we have to talk about the things that are happening in our world today. Uh, Ron DeSantis has apparently decided that he is running for president. I guess he filed paperwork with the FEC. And, of course, he's got this uh, this preparing to launch event take place on Twitter with Elon Musk. Now, interestingly enough, Musk has also agreed to do live Twitter spaces with both President Donald Trump and resident Joseph Robinette Biden. So those are all three going to have wildly different uh, outcomes, I believe. Uh, the one with President Trump, that would be absolutely phenomenal. People would be going ape over that. Uh, the one with DeSantis, I think there's uh, already a bit of uh, a derision and scorn that's showing up in the chat. Let me just go ahead and take you over there. And you can see that here. Jenna Ellis posts a picture of a gator or yeah, it's got to be a gator because it's Florida. So she's like, you know, oh, that Ron DeSantis is sneaking up. He's going to take over. And then Michael Childress replies, LMFAO, the swamp love to swamp. Uh, that's because Jenna Ellis and apparently Ron DeSantis are swampy. Uh, looks like Michael is a follower of Donald Trump. He's got a Trump hat on. He's got a Trump shirt on and he follows Red Pill 78. So, Michael, thank you very much for that. Um, but when we're talking about Ron DeSantis's run for president, guys, I, I have always said that he's not a viable candidate. Uh, if you're talking about the Republican field, there's only one viable candidate, and that's Donald John Trump. Now, the rhinos and the cabal, they understand this. So they are practically chomping at the bit to have somebody else in the race that isn't like a a wet noodle like Chris Christie or a nobody like Vivek Ramaswamy or uh, a real party pooper down or wet diaper uh, like what's her name? Nikki Haley. Uh, you know, nobody wants these people to be pre- president. Nobody, not right now anyways, wants Ron DeSantis to be president. I can see Ron DeSantis as president, but in 2028, everybody else is still waiting for 2020 to get fixed. And the only way that we're going to feel good about 2020 is if we get President Trump back into the White House, and then we can go ahead and get the changes needed made that we need. And then Ron DeSantis can take over at some later date. But 
I don't know that this is a serious run for the office of the presidency. I, I don't believe this is a serious challenge to Donald Trump. Donald Trump is still running at like 60 percent. Uh, Ron DeSantis, I believe he's that like 20 percent. All the other people uh, are that last 10 percent. So Ron DeSantis is not a challenge to, to Donald Trump, but what he is is an effective foil for Donald Trump's enemies. Ron DeSantis's presence in this race has exposed anybody who Donald Trump thought he could trust, but definitely knows that he can't. And as long as Ron DeSantis is the only person that has any chance in hell of beating Donald Trump, and that's a very, very slim chance, I just don't think it exists, uh, those people that hate Donald Trump are going to pour all of their money into Ron DeSantis, and what good is it going to do? It's not going to make a damn lick of difference. All it's going to do is drain those people's wallets. All it's going to do is put their names on an FEC list so Donald Trump can check it out, mark it off, and understand who he cannot have as part of his next administration once he actually does win. I still feel this is a carefully crafted and calculated move. Uh, which is going to give Donald Trump the edge come the general election. Undoubtedly, he's going to win the primary. Undoubtedly, he's going to be the most popular uh, candidate going into the general. <clears throat> now, the question is, are they going to do something to stop him? Will they be able to even get around to doing that? I think it's highly likely they're going to do something, probably give him some charges in October or something like that. Uh, maybe have the 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 uh, uh, the trial happening on Election Day. Wouldn't that just be a sight? Uh, but I don't think it's going to make any difference. I, I truly do believe that Donald Trump is the most popular candidate in the history of our nation. Uh, so many people who didn't support him in 2020 are planning to support him here in 2024. Ron DeSantis is just he's just a guy. He's just a guy that people can spend money on. And as long as they're spending money on Ron DeSantis, they're not spending money on people who can hurt Donald Trump, because that's certainly not Chris Christie. It's not Nikki Haley. It's not Vivek Ramaswamy. Ron DeSantis can't even hurt Trump. So it's an exercise in futility. And so as a result of that, I just I don't see any big deal about it. Okay, so Elon has still not launched uh, this official announcement with Ron DeSantis yet. But here we can actually see uh, his FEC paperwork. Now, this is real as opposed to the last time I showed you possible FEC paperwork. It wasn't real at all. Uh, and it doesn't list if he has a running mate yet. He apparently hasn't chosen someone. Do have uh, Team DeSantis. I have a custodian of records. We have a Caitlin Tortucci also working as a treasurer. Uh, and it says that he's running as a Republican. That's all the scant information that we have in this instance. And look at this. Here's somebody puking underneath this announcement. You lost me confidence that I will not support you. You betrayed Trump. You ruined your chances of becoming president. I bet your poll numbers drop. If Trump's not in the race, I'd rather vote for Kennedy. Who cares? DeSanctimonious, officially a backstabbed seller tradeout. F you, DeSantis, you're no different than the rest. America doesn't want you and you run away. It's clear that the people do not support this man running for president. So, again, I revert back to the idea that he is not a challenge to President Trump and there's nothing to be worried about. We've got bigger fish to fry. Fish like Adam Schiff. Fresh fish. Time to carve them up. Filet, gill, gut, the whole works. Adam Schiff is in the midst of being censured and expelled 
by the lovely Anna Paulina Luna, Florida's own uh, representative. She has now also filed another resolution which will censure, condemn, and fine him $16 million for his egregious abuse of trust. I really hope that something comes of this because Adam Schiff did exactly that. And if he owes the American people anything, it's a fat paycheck. He needs to pay back for all of the lies that he told that got those investigations to continue on and on. This $16 million is a drop in the bucket. I don't know that it's a drop in the bucket for Adam Schiff and and uh, and his own personal accounts, but certainly it's worth having a look. I'd be really interested to see just how much Adam Schiff has in terms of net worth. And actually, let's uh, let's go ahead and do a, a quick search and see if we can find that out. Adam Schiff net worth. Let's take a look. Hmm. Celebrity net worth. Ah, he's only worth $2 million, it says. This is coming from a website called CelebrityNetWorth.com. Now, of course, I can't vouch for the veracity of this website, and that looks to be a much older photograph. Ooh, Chuck Grassley. What's Oh, Chuck's net worth is $3.8 million. Well, he is a farmer. He is a farmer. Dick Durbin, didn't he get in trouble for insider trading? Only $3 million. Let's actually, let's, let's, uh, let's look for Hillary Clinton. Let's see what her net billery. Here we go. Ooh, 120 million. She could pay Adam Schiff's fines for him. Anyways, on Tuesday, Anna Paulina Luna uh, has taken this bold step uh, to essentially punish Adam Schiff for the lies that he foisted upon the American people. If it's successful, he would then be fined $16 million uh, as a result of the lies he told to the American people. Anna said, this will be a privileged motion to censure and a $16 million fine, half the cost of the Russia hoax investigation, number 32 million, uh, meaning I will bring this to the vote to the House floor. She also said, I will not back down from this, and I along with my Republican colleagues, look forward to holding Schiff accountable for his actions, as do we, Anna Paulina Luna, as do we. Now, in her resolution, she accused Adam Schiff of repeatedly misleading the American people. We've got it on video. Adam Schiff did that. He uh, gave Americans on uh, on news uh, programs such as CNN and MSDNC fake false statements, fabrications, uh, everything related to the Russia hoax that came out about Adam Schiff having uh, evidence of Donald Trump's collusion with Russia did not exist. It was all a hoax. It was all revealed to be fake, phony, and false after a number of in-depth investigations, and that includes the very recently revealed John Durham special report, which uh, lets us know that Adam Schiff is 100% a liar. He is a liar, a leaker, and uh, he could be a lot of other much, much worse things. Now, this is on top of the motion to expel him, which would just kick him out of the House altogether. Uh, Anna Polina Luna at that time said he is a dishonor to the House of Representatives. I absolutely agree. He is a major dishonor to the House. And um, I had actually... So I figure let's let's be uh, even in our presentation of uh, representatives and politicians that are failing to live up to their oath. Here is a extremely troubling story about uh, the 
leader of the Texas House, who is a Republican. Um, his name is Dale Phelan. I'm not from Texas. I'm not that familiar with local Texas politics. I've never heard of Dale before. Um, but Ken, Ken Paxton, the attorney general of Texas, has called on Dale to go ahead and um, relinquish his position, re- resign his position, because uh, he showed up and was drunk while leading proceedings at the Capitol. Now, it could be that, you know, maybe he's diabetic, okay? Maybe he had a stroke. Maybe there was some other medical issue. But after this performance, he didn't make any public uh, proclamation. He he didn't uh, put anything on record. He just kind of tried to act like it didn't happen. And being a recovering alcoholic myself, I look at this guy and I think, yeah, of course he's drunk. So let, let's take a listen and you guys tell me what you think. But I, I'm pretty sure this guy's wasted. Mr. Speaker, I'll move adoption. Mr. Campbell, send out an amendment is acceptable to the author. Is there objection to the opposite amendment? And the chair has done amendment is adopted. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's just mumbling through it, not even not even getting a coherent word out. Uh, Let's take another listen. Here, I'll move adoption. Mr. Campbell, send out an amendment is acceptable to the author. Is there objection to the opposite amendment? And the chair has done. Amendment is adopted. All right. I mean, uh, more than anything, this is sad because obviously. Uh, you know, he's got to you've got to be an alcoholic to show up to work in that kind of condition. You've got to be an alcoholic uh, if you're in that type of condition and you believe that you're going to be able to muddle through it and nobody's going to know. So uh, honestly, I I don't know that necessarily resigning his position is uh, necessary, but I think that, you know, certainly he needs some help. I mean, he, he needs to most likely come forward and say, hey, guess what? You know, I've, I've got a problem. I mean, it's gotten worse since I've been a politician. This is a very stressful job. You know, we got booze around all over the place. It's Texas, you know? So I, I think that uh, he could avoid resigning his position altogether if he were just to come forward and say, hey, I have a, I have a problem. I'm going to go ahead and seek some treatment. And then he was serious about it. You know, I, I would certainly much rather see Adam Schiff resign his position or be kicked out of the House of Representatives than I would uh, to see uh, Dade Phelan uh, resign from his position, you know, because this is this is a a single episode. You know, as far as I know, he hasn't been coming to work drunk. But Adam Schiff is a serial liar. That man, the only thing that comes out of his mouth is uh, total falsehoods, things that he makes up, things that he will pretend he has evidence for when it's not like that at all. It just doesn't work at all. And so it's no wonder that we don't trust our elected representatives. But I'm just saying, I don't think we should throw the baby out with the bathwater. I mean, this guy is a Republican. He was elected for a reason. Uh, give him an opportunity to, uh, to to make up for this one single transgression. But Adam Schiff, that man needs to be drawn and quartered, okay? And I'm not even kidding about that. There's no hyperbole in that statement. He has, by his own accord, destroyed a large part of of the American fabric. What makes us a country and keeps us together? Okay, he was out there on cable news programs nearly every week parroting the same talking points, lies that had no basis in fact. There was absolutely nothing to them. It would be one thing if Adam Schiff had 
you know, some ace in his pocket. But the thing is that nothing existed. He had absolutely no evidence that President Trump was colluding with Russia. In fact, the evidence pointed to Hillary Clinton colluding with Russia. If anybody was colluding with Russia, it was Hillary Clinton. It was Obama's government. They're the ones who approved the Uranium One deal when they never should have done it in the first place. So Adam Schiff out. Phelan, uh, I'm cool with keeping him in. Anyways, let's talk about an update about that white supremacist who crashed into the White House barricades the other day and conveniently had a backpack, some duct tape, and a brand new Nazi flag in the back. Now, if you saw the show the other day, then you already know this man is not a white supremacist. He is uh, someone of, of Eastern Asian descent, probably Indian, Pakistani, maybe Kuala Lumpur, something like that. Anyways, we learned today that not only is he a person of color, not only is he not a resident of Washington, D.C., he's from the suburbs of St. Louis, but he's also not even an American citizen. Now, I don't know the circumstances of exactly how he came to be in America, uh, but if he is living in a suburb in St. Louis, it's a good chance that he's got the okay to be here. But Sai Varshith Kandula, this, that sounds like an Indian name to me, 19-year-old man from Chesterfield, Missouri, a suburb west of St. Louis. U.S. Park Police said Sai Varshith Kandula of Chesterfield, Missouri, was taken into custody at the scene. He faces multiple charges, including assault with a dangerous weapon, reckless operation of a motor vehicle, the threat to kill, kidnap, or inflict bodily harm on a president, vice president, or family and destruction of federal property, not to mention trespassing. We're going to get you there. Now, they released his name, but uh, I don't think they've released him. And uh, he has uh, also not had any additional information released to the public. But once again, this is him. All right. He is a brown man. He's not a white supremacist. So for the mainstream media to call him a white supremacist is absolutely ridiculous, patently stupid. So what is this guy's story? Well, uh, we know that he came from Missouri. We know that he rented a box truck and we know that he rammed it into the White House. But they're not really telling us much more than that. Uh, we can say that apparently they know enough to share that he has been planning this attack for six months. Uh, his goal was to get the White House, seize power and to be put in charge of the nation. Wow. Wow. He doesn't seem so much a white supremacist as he seems uh, a total psychopath. Um, now, he has been accused of threatening to kill the president, if that's what I have to do. And he has praised Nazism and Hitler. And according to a local St. Louis news station, I guess he bought his Nazi flag online because, quote, Nazis have a great history. <laughs> And he admired their authoritarian nature, eugenics, and their one world order. Okay, this guy could not be farther from uh, from a modern day conservative. Uh, he admires the Nazis, authoritarian nature, their eugenics, and the one world order. I tend to believe that these are all the things that we're fighting against, isn't it? We don't want war. We don't want authoritarianism. I, I'm a classical liberal. I believe in liberty. 
Okay, I believe in people having the opportunity to make their own decisions, and that includes making their own mistakes so you can learn from them and then pull yourself up by your bootstraps to become something more than what you were before. This is the beauty of America. They want to take that away from you. Also, eugenics. I mean, that's exactly what they did to us with these mRNA clot shots. I mean, you can see it in, in, in the in the deaths that are happening all around us. Oh, oh, yeah. And we have another celebrity death. Tina Turner now has passed away as well. Uh, Ray Stevenson passed away the other day. He's about to be in a new Star Wars show. That's the death of you, isn't it? <laughs> if you're in Star Wars and you die before it comes out, that's bad news for your soul, I think. So he bought his Nazi flag online. Because Nazis have a great history. Oh, man. I, undoubtedly, there's going to be somebody on BitChute or somebody on Odyssey who's like, shut up, you Jew. Why are you talking bad about the Nazis? Listen, uh, I, I'm talking bad about anybody who is an authoritarian, anybody who is a warmonger, uh, anyone out there that is being funded by bankers to take over nations. I, I mean, you know, you can't get much more real than that. That's about it. But anyways, this guy. So you know, I'd like to know a couple of things. I want to know, was he under the care of a psychiatrist? Uh, was he taking any psychoactive medications? <clears throat> what did his parents do? Uh, what types of jobs did they have? Were they working on government contracts? Uh, was he here on a green card, a work visa, a student visa? You know, and how do they know that he was planning this plan, this uh, this attack for for six months? How how can they tell us that? Is it uh, perhaps that they were keeping an eye on him and they knew exactly what he wanted to do? Maybe he was on some Nazi board or some Nazi discord chat, because, of course, they're going to let Nazis on there because they can plan terror attacks like this. Maybe he was told to do this by feds. Maybe he it was suggested by feds in some of the same ways that we've seen in the past. Anyways, I, I believe that there has to be a federal component to this case. This guy could not have been this dumb to come to this on his own. Now, you guys, can you answer me something? Can you answer me a question? Is there like is is there a preponderance of, of like Nazi sympathizers in India or in Pakistan or something like that? I mean, I'm pretty certain that there aren't. Pretty certain that there aren't. Uh, and um, I don't know, man. All right. So I'm looking to see if uh, details not available. It's not working. <laughs> oh, Elon and Ron. Look. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> don't underestimate jeb he's gonna sweep this time honest <laughs> look at this picture of jeb well <laughs> while we are being distracted by inferior political candidates as they squabble amongst themselves to divide our attention, we have all forgotten about the true contender ready to strike at any moment. Jeb. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hold on. Hold on. You know what I got to do? <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Jeb is a mess. <laughs> oh gosh okay okay oh that's 52 minutes i can't okay this one's shorter listen repealing obamacare is not going to be easy 
Passing a simple flat tax and abolishing the IRS is not going to be easy, but if we stand with the American people, we can do it. Dr. President, Dr. President. Uh, thank you for including me in the debate. Governor Bush, I want to... Yes, yeah. You have said legal, illegal immigrants, quote, broke the law. What does that mean to you, and how does that inform First, your I approach like to I, immigration reform? Great question. Jet is a mess. Jeb Bush is the weakest person on the stage by far. Jeb is a waste, and everybody knows it. He is so weak, it's laughable. Jeb is a mess. Jeb is a waste. Jeb is a mess. Jeb is a big, fat mistake. I got to tell you, this is just crazy, huh? This is just nuts, okay? Jeez, oh, man. Jeez, oh, man. You know, this, this, this is the standard operating procedure to disparage me. That's fine. I don't know. Excuse me, Jeb. Jeb is a big, fat mess. Okay, I got to respond to this. The reason why I should be president is... Great question. The reason why I should be president, I feel like I have to... Um... Excuse me. Two days ago, he said he would take his pants off and moon everybody. Nasty guy. He's a nasty guy. Jeb is a nasty guy. I want to tell you, I don't often agree with Marco, and I don't often agree with Ted, but I get along with everybody. But I say this every night, every day, every afternoon, and it's so true. Jeb is a mess. Jeb is a waste. Jeb is a big, fat mess. <laughs> you guys ever seen the, the hour-plus version of that? Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, it's my favorite. This, this is like... One of my fondest memories from the 2015-2016 campaign season was watching those RNC debates. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. It was so good. And then when Donald Trump went up against Hillary Clinton, he just wiped the floor with her as well, which is why I have to talk about this next story. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. talking about his own run for president. Well, he can't help but also talk about how good Donald Trump is. He said Donald Trump has shown himself to be the most devastating debater probably since Abraham Lincoln. That, my friends, is quite the compliment. Listen, we got to take a break for the second half of the show. We're going to be right back after this. All right. I see you asking for it out there in the chat. So there's uh, more than a few of these uh, Jeb Bush cringiest moments. Let, let's go ahead and uh, we'll watch this one right here. This is a tough business oh, to run for oh, president. Oh, I know. You're a tough guy, Jeb. And, and we need to have a leader that is <laughs> real tough. You're never going to be president of the United States tough, by insulting Jim, yeah. your way to well, the let's presidency. Let's see. I'm at 42 and you're at three. So, so far, I'm doing better. <laughs> so far, I'm doing better. You know, you started off over here, Jeb. You're moving over further and further. Thank you. What did I tell you? It sounds more. You go ahead. Oh, God, he's dying inside. Donald Trump wiped the floor with him. Little speech, not keep walking over to 
me and gave me this uh, little tortoise and said, uh, slow and steady wins the race. So. <laughs> I got the, got the little baby Jesus, got my rosary beads, and I got three turtles. Why are you guys obsessed about the turtles? Huh? They're gone. I gave them all out today. Where do they come from? Are they sea turtles? They're sea turtles. There's a guy in New Hampshire who didn't come today, but he came in the first town hall. He gives me my, my stash every time I come up here. He gives me a... Huh? It's William Gannon, right? To get back in the business of creating a more peaceful world. Please clap. Please clap. That's when you knew. No, I didn't want to get. You cannot take more energy tonight. I like that. (laughs) It was not. That's it. (laughs) Thank you. You're kicking me out the door. You're kicking me out the door. (laughs) So bitter. Thank you very much for joining us. So bitter. I believe much for joining us today. Um, I, I believe your schedule has a hard stop. Oh, does it? <laughs> oh, the hoodie. <laughs> the first time I saw that, I was like, this can't be real. This can't be real. Oh, Jeb Bush. The news of the day was my mom finally told me that I was her favorite. You mean of all the children? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you're not my favorite. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> there we go. Ten candidates on the stage selected based on their standing in five national polls. And tonight they are facing off answering the questions... You want asked, we hope. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, we need to build a wall, and it has to be built quickly. We need to keep illegals out. These are total killers. These are not the nice, sweet little people that you think, okay? All right. All right. Enough. Mr. Trump, the stupid leaders of the United States need, Jeb, to build a wall. We, 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 we need a wall. And it has to be built quickly. When you say that... You know what? We can't do anything right. And they need somebody like me to build a wall. Because our leaders are stupid. We need to keep illegals out. Senator Rubio. So these are important issues, and we should address it. It's a serious problem. A serious <laughs> problem that needs to be addressed. Many killings, murders, crime, drugs pouring across the border, our money going out, and the drugs coming in. We need to build a wall. Yes. 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 <laughs> oh, so the the guy who made all of these videos, his name is Vic Berger. 
and he is a notorious leftist. He does not like Donald Trump, but all of those videos he made really made Donald Trump a cult meme hero, and he didn't even know what he was doing. Uh, It was like the hand of God was at play in Vic Berger's work during that time. He has disavowed all these videos. He has removed them from his YouTube channel. You got to go to other people's channels to get them, and he's bitter, very, very bitter to this day. All right. Okay, so yes, his name is Vic Berger. It's V-I-C Berger, Vic Berger. We need to build a wall. Donald Trump was right. We've got killers and rapists and molesters and robbers and you name it. Every major felony, these people are coming across the border and they're bringing it with them. Uh, the only thing that they haven't brought yet is uh, is, a, is, a, is a good uh, pandemic. But heck, you know, based upon what the World Health Organization is talking about, that's probably going to be happening very soon here. Anyways, we got to talk, uh, finish this article here. So Robert F. Kennedy, Kennedy Jr. was on Megyn Kelly earlier this week. I see a lot of people are... Uh, very impressed with Megyn Kelly lately. She she has, you know, kind of had a resurgence as of late. I mean, she's been very popular for a long time, but because of what happened to Tucker, uh, she's now been able to kind of go out there and use that as an opportunity to talk about what happened with her. Uh, so she's got her show on Sirius XM. It would make sense that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. would uh, would be joining her. During their discussion, uh, he said President Biden at some point is going to have to debate President Trump as the presumptive nominee of the Republican Party. President Trump has shown himself to be the most devastating debater probably since Abraham Lincoln in terms of just his capacity to obliterate and dispatch his opponents. This is actually something I have considered when thinking about the possibility of a debate between uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and President Trump. You know, RFK has that issue with his voice box. He's got uh, difficulty... uh, uh, speaking. And uh, the way that he received that particular strange disability <clears throat> is a side effect of the flu vaccine. This right here, uh, I believe, is is the main reason why RFK Jr. is a vaccine skeptic. He is somebody who looks into these things. Now, <clears throat> I think there's more that Trump and RFK Jr. agree on than anything else. They just have a, a radically different approach to it. And probably, obviously, RFK Jr. is going to lean more to the left on most of these issues. Um, although I will say this, President Trump appears <clears throat> to be uh, maybe trying to ride that moderate line this time around so that he can appeal to the to the most number of people. Um, if he needs to do that to get all the Democrats to vote for him, I have no problem with it, because I truly believe that once he gets into office, he, he's going to make the, the tough decisions, the, the decisions that would have gotten him killed in his first term. Uh, hopefully they are smart enough to increase the security presence around him at all times. And the first thing they're going to do is gut the FBI, gut the CIA, gut the DOJ, kill all of these federal departments that we just don't need, creating all of this overlap, all of this bloat. Just fire like 75% of the federal government. Those people are then going to have to find some work to do. Uh, But I'm sure that there will probably be lots of private sector jobs that open up for them. uh, And they're going to be just fine. But the U.S. government is far too large of an employer. It is way too big of an organization. We do not have the ability to effectively regulate it. As case in point, this is totally off topic. But I read a story earlier 
about the Air Force uh, not being able to account for the parts of like F-35 jets that are just scattered all around the world. We're talking about millions and millions and millions of dollars in very expensive and oftentimes classified parts that are just unaccounted for. Uh, so how many of those parts are just laying at bases or underneath piles of other parts? Uh, how many of them uh, have been, you know, repurposed for something else? How many of them have been stolen and hand it off to Chinese spies so that they could back engineer our technology. Probably quite a bit. Probably quite a bit of it. But RFK knows that when he goes up against Donald Trump, he's probably also going to get his ass handed to him. Certainly, President Trump has a way of speaking. Uh, and uh, even more than that, he has a way with words. <clears throat> He can devastate an opponent based upon the issues, based upon who they are as a person, and he appeals to a large portion of the American people. Uh, so President Trump actually quoting Bobby Kennedy here, uh, and uh, RFK Jr. Uh, also quoted by Steve Bannon as well. So it's interesting that, well, I, I, maybe it's not all that interesting, maybe it's just unusual <clears throat> To see political opponents complement each other. I mean, certainly that's not something we've seen in America for a very long time. But as you can see, President Trump back in 2016 just destroyed everyone. Let me actually see if I can find a um, super deluxe Trump Hillary HRC debate. Let me see if I can find that one. Hmm. Okay, let me look. Vic Berger. Mm. Nope. Looks like uh, that one is not up. Huh. Uh, it's yeah. I'll I'll try to find it. it it's a good one. <clears throat> it's a real good one. Um. So also, it does not appear. <laughs> Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, uh, if this Twitter space crashes again, third time's the charm, looks like, yeah, they are unable to get it to work. How interesting is that? Yeah, unable to get Ron DeSantis' presidential announcement off the ground. That really uh, takes the wind out of his sails, I think, anyways. <clears throat> All right, so <clears throat> RFK Jr., vaccine injury, back in 1996 when he was 42 years old, he got a neurological injury <clears throat> from the flu vaccine, uh, and it's called spasmodic dysphonia. Apparently, he has to get um, Botox injections into his vocal cords because they are so tight. That's why he's unable to speak above that hoarse whisper. Um, <clears throat> he says, I never knew what happened, and the doctors asked me if I had trauma. He then told Phillips about three years ago when he was litigating against the manufacturers of flu vaccines, he discovered that spasmodic dysphonia is one of the side effects of flu vaccines. So, He didn't even do it on purpose. (laughs) It looks like he's been a vaccine skeptic before he figured that out. Here we go. (laughs) During our time with Kennedy, he shared with us his love of rock and roll music and his frustration battling a rare medical condition which affects his speech. My voice uh, got turned this way. I got a disease, a neurological injury in 1996 when I was 42 years old. And it's called spasmodic dystonia. And I never, you know, I never knew what happened. The doctors would ask me, did you have a trauma? And then about three years ago, I was litigating against the um, flu vaccine. I was preparing a complaint against all the companies that made uh, uh, flu vaccines, certain kind of flu vaccines. And I had to, for the first time, look at all the list of side effects that are on the manufacturer's inserts. And um, 
this disease spasmodic dystonia was one of the top injuries. That's what some of these owned. How ironic is that? He was most likely damaged from the flu vaccine. Okay. I found the uh, Trump Hillary Clinton debate from Vic Berger. So here, uh, this is one of them. Uh, let's go ahead and watch. It's about four minutes. Good evening. I'm Martha Raddatz from ABC News. And I'm Anderson Cooper from CNN. Ladies and gentlemen, the Republican nominee for president, Donald J. Trump, and the Democratic nominee for president, Hillary Clinton. Thank you very much for being here. We're going to begin with a uh, question from one of the members in our town hall, Ken Bone. Ken? Ken? I remember Kim! (laughs) What steps will your energy policy take? Ken? (laughs) Ken? Ken Bone? (laughs) What steps will your energy policy take to meet our energy needs? while at the same time remaining environmentally friendly and minimizing job loss for fossil power plant workers? Mr. Trump, two minutes. Absolutely. I think it's such a great question because the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, is killing these energy companies. Not good. We have another audience question. Patrice Brock. Patrice? Do you feel you are modeling appropriate and positive behavior for today's Of course I do. Of course I do. I have great respect for women. Nobody has more respect for women than I do. We received a lot of questions online, Mr. Trump, about the tape that was released on Friday. As you can imagine, you called what you said locker room banter. You described kissing women without consent, grabbing their genitals. I did try and fuck her. She was married. And she was married. I've got to use some tic-tacs just in case I start kissing her. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grabbed by the pussy. That is sexual assault. You brag that you have sexually assaulted women. Do you understand that? No, I didn't say that at all. I don't think you understood what was said. This was locker room talk, but it's locker room talk. And she won't even mention the word, and nor will President Obama. He won't use the term locker room talk. Now, to solve a problem, you have to be able to state what the problem is or at least say the name. She won't say the name, and President Obama won't say the name, but the name is there. It's locker room talk. Ken Parkway says the question. Thank you. Affordable Care Act, known as Obamacare. What will you do to bring the cost down? That, that first one goes to Secretary Thank Clinton you. because you started out the last one to the audience. No, go ahead, Donald. No, I'm a gentleman, Hillary. Go ahead. <laughs> she has tremendous hate in her heart. Believe me. Between Facebook and Twitter, I have almost 25 million people. I'm not that proud of it, to be honest with you. Believe me. I moved on her like a
God, everyone. Ken Bone. Do you guys remember Ken Bone? <laughs> Ooh, that was uh, from the maker of the, uh, the the same clips that I played here. I don't know. Actually, Casey, you might not have been here. I played uh, some awesome clips from the 2016 election cycle of uh, Jeb Bush essentially being cringe for many minutes at a time. Um, <laughs> oh, man. There's a lot more where that came from. Vic Berger is, uh, is pretty funny. Too bad the guy is... Uh, total leftist idiot <clears throat> but all right so getting back into the news sorry, i did not expect to make this uh, a show all about that stuff but anyways if you didn't see the clips i recommend you go back and and uh, scrub through and watch them <clears throat> um so you guys i've told you before that people sign me up for uh e- emailer lists <clears throat> they are getting weirder and weirder i just got signed up for uh, a laser hair removal website and i'm assuming this is probably somebody who's trans uh or maybe they they are a supporter of the trans agenda and that's why uh they have done this let let's just jump right into the stories that i have prepared for us about the trans woke identity politics agenda that is destroying the american economy as we speak now <clears throat> budweiser First and foremost, excellent work, everyone. You know, I I don't drink. uh, And even when I did drink, I didn't drink Budweiser. It was like the beer of last resort. Um, But Anheuser-Busch is a large beverage company. I think, isn't it InBev that owns them? Anyways, they have a lot of products. Well, the boycott of Bud Light is now beginning to affect all of their other brands, because people are wise to the fact that Anheuser-Busch owns all of these various beverage companies, and so they're just not supporting them at all. Bud Light is literally on the risk of going insolvent. Now, we have a couple more contenders for that top spot. First of all, being the North Face. As as a hiker, as a camper, as an outdoorsman, I've got North Face clothing, I've got North Face gear, uh, but you can bet I'm not going to be bothering to purchase any North Face from here on out. Once again, they have chosen to get woke, and I'm hoping that you can help us make them go broke. Uh, interesting factoid, North Face and Patagonia were started at the same time by two friends. I believe they actually had a company together, and then they split. It's kind of like Puma and Adidas. <clears throat> they split, and uh, North Face went one route, Patagonia went another. I, I, at this point, you know, if you're going to have to buy something in this category, I'd say go with Patagonia. <clears throat> but now they have done the exact same thing that Budweiser did, and I'm hoping it's not going to be good for them. Uh, every time a Pride Week or Pride Month, rather, comes up every single year, all of these companies start pandering to gays and transsexuals. And, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong 
uh, with marketing to specific groups of people. Um, but when you make it your core value, that's when it starts to become obnoxious and, you know, just way too over the top for most people. <clears throat> you know, I don't have a problem with somebody being gay. The problem is propagandizing our children and putting this trans agenda into their minds, uh, giving them the idea that they should be on puberty blockers and changing their sex and that they they don't necessarily <clears throat> know exactly who or what they are. Guess what? You know, there's XX and there's XY. Your body develops naturally as a result. Some people are going to be intersexed. It's an extremely small percentage of the population. Uh, you know, there is a particular sexual kink. I forgot the name of it, but I was reading about it the other day in uh, uh, researching all of this phenomena. There are men who gain sexual satisfaction from seeing themselves dressed up as a woman. If you go back like into the mid 20th century, you know, there were a lot of cross dressers, you know, I mean, but there weren't necessarily a lot of transsexuals. There weren't a lot of people who were actually changing their gender. <clears throat> certainly you'd have guys who dressed up like women because they got some kink out of it, got some rise out of it. Uh, but now with the advent of plastic surgery and the accessibility of hormone blockers and, uh, and, and male and female hormones, people can actually take medicines. And they've been kind of pushed into this by the pharmaceutical industrial complex, thinking that the only way they can fix themselves is with the doctor and with the advent of medication. Well, that's a recipe for disaster, and I think that's why we are right now. So now all of these corporations, they have some tie together, and of course they want to hit their ESG scores. And so in order to do that, they're told you've got to pander to gays in this way, you've got to pander to transsexuals in this way, you've also got to suggest uh, trans uh, 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 gender reassignment surgery for kids. They give them all of these things to hit, <clears throat> and it looks like North Face is the most recent one uh, who's going for it. Um <laughs> so they have hired this drag queen to sell their outdoor clothing to campers and hikers like me and maybe like you. Uh, the thing is, it's just it's not going to work. And you know, what's interesting also is that their drag queen is named Patagonia, which uh, considering the story I told you earlier about Patagonia and North Face having a shared corporate history, it's kind of interesting. Uh, <clears throat> listen to this quote. Hi, I'm, it's me, Patagonia, a real life homosexual. And today I'm here with the North Face and we're giving and we're inviting you to come out in nature with us. Take a look at this creep show. Hi, it's me, Patagonia, a real-life homosexual. And today, I'm here with the North Face. We are here to invite you to come out in nature with us. Wow, this is nice. We like to call this little tour the Summer of Pride. This tour has everything. Hiking, community, art, lesbians, lesbians making art. Last year, we gay saw shade across the nation and celebrated pride across the nation with hundreds of you across the nation. This year, we're back, back, back again with two new stops. Atlanta, GA. Why? Because you're there. In Salt Lake City, we're coming for you. Howdy, we go? Of course. This year, all these fabulous speakers will be coming from inside this TV to a nature near mm -hmm. you. So come outside and celebrate the beautiful LGHG TV community. It's like so ridiculous and twisted. 
You know, this idea that the only way you can be happy is by becoming something that you're not. I just I don't understand it. And this is in the same way that Budweiser was pandering to people who were not their customers. Um, You know, there are definitely gay people who go out there and go hiking and stuff. But I mean, like full on drag queens. I mean, I just don't see that. Uh, This guy does not strike me as the hiking type and certainly not in those high heels. So ridiculous. So it's time that you let the uh, people at North Face know that you don't want to you don't want to swallow what they're trying to give you. Uh, Look at this. Great, I'll stop buying North Face now. Bye. They never wanted you, babe. Wow. Uh, That's quite the message to be sending, uh, especially when you know what happened to Bud Light. Now, the same thing is happening to Target as we speak. Um, Now, I I made a comment in, uh, uh, in, in the description of this video. Another couple of iconic American companies are uh, on the verge of basically putting themselves out of business. Like I said, if you've been boycotting these companies, you know, for a long time, then good for you. You you were ahead of the curve. Uh, But for many people, purchasing your gear, purchasing what you need in life, it's about convenience. And Target has been one of those convenient American brands that people can basically find in whatever city they go to. You can get food. You can get home goods. You can get uh, your medicine. I mean, it, it's a it's a one-stop shop, and it's a, it's a familiar place for a lot of people. I'd say Target is a, a fairly iconic American brand. But they've just recently taken a shit all over any goodwill that they had with the American people when they hired this guy. It's a trans man. We talked about him before. I don't care that he's a trans man. He can go ahead and design clothes all he wants. But every single piece of clothing that he's designed is being imbued with his own unique form of propaganda. Now, he is a uh, a Satanist, okay? And you can see on the shirt here, it says, Satan respects pronouns. Satan will accept you for whoever you are. And uh, apparently, the idea is that they're told that uh, that they are satanic, and so they're just embracing that. I, I tend to think it's a little bit more. I don't think that anybody... Uh, learned about Satan as a result of being persecuted by people who don't agree with how they uh, with how they act or the things they do. I, I think that you know wearing these satanic devil horns uh, is uh, is probably doing more for that. Now, the clothing that this person created has a lot of satanic messaging in it. Uh, look at this: cure transphobia, not trans people. Uh, we bash back. There are violent things happening in here. There's another one that's a guillotine, uh, which says that it is a homophobe. A homophobe headrest. It looks like they took it out of this article. Maybe it's in a different one. But here is a close-up of that Satan Respects Pronouns pin that you could, until earlier today, purchase at Target. Perhaps the range I'm most pleased with at App Brawlin is my pastel goth pride collection. It started with the pin on the left, Satan Respects Pronouns. I love the juxtaposition of a pastel color palette and spooky gothic imagery. I've been drawn to creepy stuff since I was a child, and there's something so magical, pleasing, and fun about pastel colors. Obviously, it's marketing to children as well, because children are going to see those pastel colors. They're going to be more drawn into it. 
bright, colorful, unique colors. These are what children's toys and products that are marketed at children are all about, which is also why the rainbow pride flag is so especially insidious because rainbows are beautiful. Children should be able to enjoy rainbows without having the only association with it be gay pride month or being gay. So Anyways, you can see here are a couple more of the shirts, uh, some uh, some creepers advertising for Target. Uh, here is the description which you could find on Target's website. Satan loves you and respects who you are. You're important and valuable in this world, and you deserve to treat yourself with love and respect. Uh, and that's essentially what this is about. Satan respects pronouns. He loves all LGBT plus people. The Church of Satan openly accepts LGBT plus people. It has done so since it was created in the 60s, and more recently, the Satanic Temple accepts them too with open arms. Uh, it's, a, it's a disturbing thought that Target, such a large American brand, could, without any hesitation or without any sense of irony or understanding for what's happening in popular culture today after what happened to Bud Light, that they would put this into their locations all across the country specifically for pride uh, and and I also find the uh, connection of the uh, the LGBTQ plus movement and Satanism to be uh, particularly offensive but uh, in rural areas earlier today they started relocating these pride sections to avoid the type of backlash that Bud Light had seen as a result of uh, their partnership with Dylan Mulvaney well now they are apparently removing all satanic pride designs, because parents all across the country uh, were essentially were a, a very, very, very upset. Uh, they were uh, essentially putting the pressure onto Target. So here is a, an image from a Target store. I don't know where it is, uh, but you can see the satanic pride section has been removed in its entirety. Uh, they are also saying that threats were being made to the people who were modeling these things or perhaps the, the Satanist who designed them. Um, and uh, and so they don't want their workers uh, to be in danger as a result of this stuff being sold. I just want to remind you, you know, conservative uh, activists, we don't go out and find people to bash. We don't go out and set things on fire. We don't go out and assault people. That's everybody on the left. That's the dude, the man, the woman, whatever it is, who designed all of this satanic pride merchandise that was firmly pointed at children. This is about brainwashing. This is about propaganda. This is about creating this society of very sick people who are going to be confused and sterile by the time they grow up. And we're not going to be able to propagate as a species anymore. It's really an interesting thing to think that the people who are pushing this are the same people who are pushing the depopulation agenda through the vaccine. It looks like they couldn't get enough people to take the vaccines to get them sterilized and murder them. Uh, So now they're getting these people to do it themselves by identifying as a transgender person. So then they will take the hormone blockers, they will get their sex organs removed, and they will not be able to propagate. Uh, so this, uh, th- this section that was removed, it also had bathing suits for children that were called tuck friendly bathing suits. That means that for a boy dressing in a women's bathing suit, it would tuck their genitalia kind of like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Uh, oh, here it is. The homophobe headrest. This is another 
charming pin that you could purchase until just earlier today. Uh, this looks like a poster. And uh, it's it's sacrilegious. I mean, uh, clearly they're standing in, uh, you know, what looks like a church. They're using these pastel colors. The fires of today's trans adults will light the way for tomorrow's. And then you've got these hearts uh, with uh, the male and female symbols coming off of it. Now, for me, looking at this, there is also a flavor of pedophilia running through this because you've got the adult offering the open hand to the child. Now, one thing that they don't mention is uh, whether this is a male or a female skeleton, because I'll tell you what, there is some distinct anatomical differences between men and women. And let's go ahead and take a look. Uh, differences between men's and women's skeletons. Let's take a look, because once you see that, it's very, very stark. Okay, let's take a look here. Uh, you can see that men have more upright shoulders. Women are more sloping. The skulls of men tend to be uh, a different shape. Uh, you've also got larger bones in general. You've got larger knees. You've got longer femurs and patellas, uh, tibias and fibulas. Uh, you have uh, many different anatomical differences. Oh, and don't forget your pelvis, because women are designed by God to give birth to babies. And so those babies have to come out through that pelvis. Uh, that's just something that you don't have in, uh, in, a, in a man. Uh, also in women, you've got something called the Q angle, which is the angle of your femur as it goes into your hip. In a woman, you have an increased Q angle, which uh, adds to the uh, voluptuous shape that women have. Uh, in a man, it's more upright, up and down. Uh, and, uh, and here we go. We've already talked before about the density of bones, uh, the, the heaviness of bones. You know, women in general have a lighter frame. They are not built for the same activities that men are. And humanity has survived for millennia uh, with the understanding of this at an intrinsic level. And so for them to suddenly come around and tell us that men aren't really men or that we can't define women or that you can be whatever you want, <clears throat> you will never be other than a LARPer, okay? You will be someone pretending to be something that you're not. Somebody said that I was wearing blackface the other day <laughs> because I was so tanned. You know, I can identify as a black man, um, but that doesn't make me a black man. It just means I want you to call me black, you know, so but I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Uh, I just get a lot of sun because I'm down here in Florida. Here's an interesting story that I wanted to make sure I brought some attention to, because I think that it might describe and illuminate some of the things that happened on January 6th in Washington, D.C. in 2021, just before Joe Biden's inauguration. Um, you may remember this horrific image right here. This is a still taken from a video where uh, a, a nonviolent protester, a, a woman, a mother, she may be a grandmother too, if I'm not mistaken, named Victoria White, uh, who was pummeled, beat about the face, head, neck, and chest area uh, by uh, aggressive Capitol Police using batons uh, when she's clearly begging for mercy. She is bleeding from many different spots about the face and head. Uh, she nearly died as a result of this. They almost beat her to death before they finally got her out of there. She didn't want to be there. She got pushed in. 
It would If you were at January 6th, if you saw what was going on with the throngs of people, even if you saw video footage afterwards, it's easy to understand how somebody could have gotten sucked into that uh, and then just, you know, ended up in a place where they didn't want to be. Well, the mother effer, the cop who beat this woman nearly to death, turns out he's actually very chummy with the local D.C. Antifa leader. Now, of course, if you brought this up on The View or any other left-wing political commentary channel, they would tell you that Antifa is not really a group. They're, they're not even organized. So there are no leaders in Antifa. Well, I call bullshit. I think that they're smart enough to keep things off the record. In the same way the CIA doesn't openly write memos about the evil things they do so that they can get around the FOIA requests that are inevitably going to come from people like us. So Victoria uh, has spoken a number of times with the Gateway Pundit. She's from Rochester, Minnesota, and she planned to attend the Stop the Steal rally in Washington, D.C. And like many Americans, she had never been to Washington, D.C. She had no plans of being involved in any violence or any type of demonstration or anything. She was excited. She thought she's going to go see President Trump. Same thing that I thought. I thought it was just going to be an amazing day to hang out with millions of other patriots and uh, to perhaps get some great footage and then have a story to tell when President Trump gave a rousing speech from the uh, uh, the, the rotunda or wherever that was that uh, that he gave his speech. Well, anyways... It was initially supposed to be a wonderful family trip, Victoria and her family. However, it ended up being a just horrific, bloody nightmare after she was almost beaten to death by police officers in Washington, D.C. Specifically, uh, this group of police officers was led by Officer Jason Bagshaw. And uh, there were officers that were holding her while Bagshaw was beating her nearly 40 times uh, among the face, head, and her torso. He punched her in the face five consecutive times. They dragged her through the U.S. Capitol without any shoes. And then they forced her to wait outside without a phone, a coat, or a ride after they finally released her. This is after she had been nearly beat to death. Uh, Now, this is also the same woman who stopped Antifa activists, inserts, implants there, false flag provocateurs from breaking windows at the U.S. Capitol. So maybe, just maybe, the Antifa people who were there to cause havoc let the D.C. police know that this woman was someone who saw them and who could identify her. Who could identify them? Maybe the police, maybe Officer Jason Bagshaw, in my opinion, maybe he wanted to make sure that Victoria never made it out of Washington, D.C. alive. Now, that's that's a that's a, a, a big tell. That's a big ask right there uh, to get you to believe something like that. But let me take you through his unusual relationship with this Washington, D.C. Antifa activist. I could play you the video of Victoria being beaten, but it's honestly so disturbing. And I've seen just too many times I've seen the the, the what's happened to patriots in Washington, D.C. It was disgusting. OK, I saw it firsthand. I don't need to see it again uh, here in this um, in this context. But over a period of about four minutes and 30 seconds, she gets hit about 35 to 40 times and the entire time. She's begging for mercy. She gets hit with a baton when she's turning away. She's trying to get away. They hit her in the back of the head. Then she gets hit with a baton when she gets forced around again. And then she gets speared and poked with the baton about the face as many times as possible so that they could inflict maximum pain, hitting her with the end of the baton straight on. She collapses a number of times 
and then they stand her up again only so that they can then mace her and then beat her again. And then at a certain point, we have this guy put away his baton, not because he's showing mercy, but because he has a clear avenue to her face. That's the point at which he punches her in the face. A defenseless woman punches her in the face five times consecutively with all of his might. And this dude is a fairly big guy, not to mention he is a trained officer of the law. He's a D.C. capital police officer. Uh, all of this information is uh, is in a DOJ report. Well, not exactly all of it. Some of it. They do describe that she was brutally beaten by police officers, but they ignore the fact that it was unjustified. They ignore the fact that this is clear police brutality. Uh, They give a brief description saying law enforcement also collected and reviewed video provided by the U.S. Capitol Police, which includes security camera footage inside and outside of the U.S. Capitol building. While reviewing the footage, your affiant observed that at approximately 4.05 p.m., an individual who appears to be white made her way to the front of the Lower West Terrace entranceway by getting up against the Lower West Terrace of the U.S. Capitol building. Uh, at approximately 4.06 p.m., White made her way into the Capitol building, and by approximately 4.07 p.m., White's red cap had fallen off. She'd lost her black coat, and she can be seen inside the entranceway grabbing for one of the MPD officers standing on a ledge. As the video progresses, the MPD officers attempt to push White back with their riot shields and fend her off with with a baton. White is seen in a red sweater, and it appears that she is attempting to grab a shield and uses her hand to block the baton. A sampling of screenshots from this video are shown below. White is circled in red. Here she is. Here she is, essentially being manhandled, being held in place so that she can be beaten. Of course her got of course her hands went up when you were trying to beat her about the face with a baton. Of course she reached out to grab the shield. I mean, how can you not expect someone to be being beat with a weapon and not have defensive wounds, not attempt to get you to stop? It's inhuman, the things they've done to these people. So here is the officer's story right here. Officer Jason Bagshaw, he's the guy who beat the hell out of Victoria White. He's friends with this piece of shit you see on screen right here. That's right. Jason Charter. His name is Jason Charter. He is a leader in Antifa, and uh, many uh, have referred to him as the ringleader behind much of the violence in the Summer of Love protests in Washington, D.C. So Jason was organizing this stuff. You know, I mean, we've always assumed that there must have been some connection between police and authorities and Antifa because they always know when to show up. Nobody wants to do anything to bust them, and they basically get away with whatever they want to do. Well, now we know that Jason Bagshaw, Officer Jason Bagshaw, and Antifa leader Jason Charter are very close. Clearly, they both live in the Washington, D.C. area. But not only that, they also have each other's phone numbers. They actually call each other on a semi-regular basis. They even give each other rides to a convenience store. After one of these protests that Jason Charter organized, Officer Bagshaw drove this mother effer to 7-Eleven so he could get himself a Slurpee. Officer Jason Bagshaw of the Metropolitan Police Department told the FBI He has interacted with Charter on numerous occasions and was able to positively identify him. So why wasn't he beaten 
on January 6th? Why, why wasn't he arrested? He never got arrested during the summer of love. Charter has called Lieutenant Bagshaw on his cell phone to discuss these matters on a regular basis. And Charter even rode with Lieutenant Bagshaw to a convenience store following a protest in June of 2020. Was that the one where they set all those fires? I wonder if Jason Bagshaw had a hand in any of that. Um, you know, <clears throat> it's crazy to think that a officer of the law would be openly engaged in some type of relationship. I, I have to ask myself, is there something more to this? Are they perhaps gay lovers? <laughs> is there some other reason that they are staying in such close contact? Because I thought that from the point of view of somebody like Jason Charter, Antifa, Aren't all cops supposed to be bastards? So if they're supposed to be bastards, why are you hanging out with this cop? I think it's either that they're gay or I think perhaps we might have a departed type situation here. If you guys have ever seen The Departed, you have uh, a young man raised by a mobster who is put through the police academy so that he can then be a man on the inside when he grows up. Maybe Officer Jason Bagshaw is that exact same type of thing. Perhaps him and Jason Charter have some affiliation from when they were young anti-fascists working to take down the system from the inside. And so now Jason Bagshaw works at the MPD. Jason Charter is running the protests on the outside and they coordinate uh, along the way. Now, this cop that is supposed to be keeping people safe is instead playing defense for an Antifa leader. And for some reason, he really hated Trump supporters back on January 6th. You have to ask yourself, you know, why is that? Did he hate Trump supporters because uh, he's Antifa himself? I think that it's uh, a, a, a pretty good, uh, pretty good possibility. Yeah, let them share a prison cell. Absolutely. All right, you guys. <clears throat> um, I'm going to have to end the show there because I need to get ready for my program tonight with Brad. So uh, I don't think that anything came through on Ko-Fi, but let me just go ahead and check. And um, nope, nothing came through on Ko-Fi. There were no donations over on Rumble. And over here on the Foxhole, Doug Simey, thank you very much for that cookie. Blonde Black, thank you for the cookie. Porpoiseful, thank you for the cookie. Uh, One Hot Two Molly <laughs> says North Face just went south. Uh, and then Filter Dog One dropped a pair of shades. So uh, I certainly appreciate it. All right, you guys, uh, we're going to call it there. Thank you very much for hanging out with us today. Uh, hopefully I see you tonight on Badlands Media for another episode of Altered State. And here we go. I'm going to drop these gold pills. And uh, we will see you guys uh either tonight or tomorrow on Occam's Razor at 1 p.m. All right. Thank you very much. Peace.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.